The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves and two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. I have on a number of occasions when we celebrated this feast quoted a scene from one of my favorite movies. It's, well, probably 
30 years now, witness with Harrison Ford. Every now and then you still see it pop up. Harrison Ford um, is an undercover police officer and he goes into an Amish village to protect a young boy who had witnessed a murder when he and his mother were in the city, hence the name Witness. And Ford, as a police officer, when he goes into the Amish village, of course, takes his handgun, which is abhorrent to the Amish people because they're pacifists and don't um, permit weapons. And there's one powerful scene where the little boy who witnessed the murder finds the gun, and he's playing with it at the kitchen table. Thankfully, it's not loaded, but Grandpa sees this, and he uses this as a powerful teaching moment. And he says, my boy, the gun of the hand is used only for the taking of human life. And we believe it is wrong to take a human life. So always remember what you take into your hand, you put into your heart. What you take into your hand, you put into your heart. Moments ago, we took candles in our hands, didn't we? Seemingly innocent, somewhat fragile objects, unless they're taken in the hand of an arsonist, then they become deadly weapons. But for most of us, these candles represent for us, whether we think of it or not, an ancient energy. Because before any technology ever emerged, there was fire. And fire represents the very first commandment of God. In the book of Genesis, when God looks over the chaotic world and the murky waters, his command is, let there be light. That's the first command of God. And so candles and light and fire are the most primal symbols in the Judeo-Christian religion. And the fact that now we take them into our hands and tapers and light them in our churches and homes and cemeteries and places where we gather to pray should say something about what's in our heart. If we've taken these in our hands, then what are we saying is in our heart? And I believe it's this. I believe it is a commitment on our part to always be vigilant, to always be watching, because that's what the candle reminds us of, to look, to search, to produce light, to be light, so that we can discover what will suddenly come to us. In the book of Malachi, the first reading, notice that word, and suddenly there will come to the temple the Lord who you seek. Suddenly it will happen. Without expectation, without warning, without planning, without our preconceived awareness, suddenly the presence will come. Hence the need to be vigilant and watchful. 
hence what the fire and the candle represent for us, so that we can always be in that attitude of watching and waiting for what Christ will do suddenly in our lives, how he will suddenly appear to us. Driving down the expressway or pushing our car through Jewel, the unexpected email or letter, the knock on the door, suddenly there's an encounter with Christ, if we're vigilant enough to welcome it. So on this night of the Lord's presentation, when Simeon and Anna experienced that suddenness of Christ's entry into their temple, we pray that what we held a moment ago in our hands may be an attitude that we always cultivate in our hearts so that when suddenly Christ makes his presence known to us and offers us an encounter, we like Simeon will welcome and recognize and say, now you may dismiss us in peace. Our eyes have seen your salvation.